Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos daf Kuf Nun. We're starting at the Mishnah, six lines from the top. Today's daf is sponsored by Liora Elkabasara. Hashem should enable the treatment to be successful, and she should be blessed with many long, fruitful years. It's also sponsored in honor of the yard site of Maris Freyda Nechabas of Meir Hertz. Her Neshama should have a tremendous aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Lois Garden Pailim Shabbos, a person is not allowed to hire workers on Shabbos. This is the Isra of Mimtsai Chefzacha. A person may not pursue their own affairs on Shabbos. And the Mishnah continues, Vlayamar Adam Lechaver, a person is not to tell his friends to hire him workers. And the Gemara is going to ask what the Chiddush is over here. In a person may not be that means he may not await nightfall at the end of the Tchum Shabbos in order to to hire himself workers or to bring fruit that's situated outside the Tchum. The reason why this is not allowed, Rashi says, is because anything you're not allowed to do on Shabbos, so you're not allowed to be on the Tchum for. He is allowed to be on the Tchum in order to guard fruit that's outside the Tchum or in order to bring fruits in his hand, this is something that you would be allowed to do on Shabbos if it were to be inside the Tchum. Abishol teaches us the rule, anything that I'm permitted to say this thing or to instruct this to other people, then I'm allowed to be machshich on the Tchum for. And the Gemara is obviously going to talk about exactly what the Chiddush is here. The Gemara says, Pshita, isn't it obvious? What's the difference between him and his friend? If he's not allowed to hire workers because of Mimtzah so he's not allowed to tell his friend to do that either. That's the Isra of Lifnei The Gemara says, We're talking about a Gentile friend of his, he's allowed to tell him to go hire workers. The Gemara asks, Ashi, telling a non-Jew to do something for you is an Isra Shvos, it's an Isra Drabanon, so you're not allowed to tell a non-Jew to hire workers for you. The Gemara says, El Amr Avashi, Yisrael. We're even talking about a Jewish friend. He is not allowed to tell his friend to hire him workers. A person is allowed to tell his friend, Does it seem to you, that you'd like to stand with me this evening? Meaning, would you like to go do work for me this evening? But since he's telling it to him, in a hinting fashion, he's not actually explicitly hiring him, that would be permitted. And Umas Nisan, Mani Krabi Shuvan Karcha, our mission would be like Rabbi Shuvan Karcha. Titan, you have a brisa. The Tanakama says, Loyim Radim Lechaveroi, a person is not allowed to tell his friend, Hanir Shatamid Imila Erev, would you like to stand with me this evening? Would you like to work for me? Hint, hint. But Rabbi Shuvan Karcha, I'm here, he says, I'm Radim Lechaver, a person is allowed to say, Hanir Shatamid Imila Erev. And I'm Rabbi Barbachana, I'm Rabbi Yechnan, Halacha Krabi Shuvan Karcha, the Halacha is like him. And if I'm Rabbi Barbachana, I'm Rabbi Yechnan, my time with Rabbi Shuvan Karcha, what's the reasoning behind Rabbi from pursuing your own affairs and from speaking words, Dibur Usr, using actual explicit language would be Usr, but hear her mutter, just thinking or implying that you want work done or you want to do something that's Usr, that would be permitted. He asked, Did Rabbi really say that speech is prohibited, but thinking is mutter? That means that just thought, hear her, is not like speech. A person is allowed to think anywhere he is, except for a bathhouse or a bathroom. So we see that thinking is as bad as speech. So the more answer is no. Shani Hasim, it's different over there. In regards to thinking, we need to fulfill the following Pasuk, and your camp should be holy. And we don't have that, which means we're assuming that people think in wherever they're walking. So we have this added stringency when it comes to that you're not allowed to even think in other places, but it only applies to the more asks, but 
Nami, so too, by Divrei Tyre itself, Ksev, Lo Yerbecha Eras Dover. There shouldn't be any Eras Dover seen in you, and the word Dover here is linked to Dibor, and perhaps the only Isser of Divrei Tyre is speaking Divrei Tyre and not thinking Divrei Tyre. The Gemara says, No, Haumi Bailelechid Rabbi Huda, we need that Pasuk for Rabbi Huda. Dam Rabbi Huda, Akum Arum, an unclothed Gentile, Asr Likras Kriyashma Kenegdai, you're not allowed to read Kriyashma in front of this unclothed Gentile. So the Gemara asks, My area Akum, why are we discussing a Gentile, Afil Yisrael Nami, even in front of a Jew who's unclothed, you're not allowed to say Kriyashma. The Gemara says, Lemi Baya Ka'amar, it's a Lemi Baya. Lemi Baya Yisrael da Asr, for sure you're not allowed to say Kriyashma in front of an unclothed Jew, Avol Akum, but a non-Jew, keeping the Ksiv base, since it says about the non-Jews, Asher Basar Chamayar Basarum, that their flesh is like donkeys, Amos Shaper Dummy, perhaps you would be allowed to say Kriyashma in front of an unclothed Gentile, because it's just like saying Kriyashma in front of a donkey, which is permitted, Kamash Mon, the Kiddush is, you're not allowed to, and this is learned out of the Pasuk, the Gemara says, Emahachinami. No, maybe you are allowed to say Kriyashma in front of an unclothed Gentile. So the Gemara says, Amokratas in the Pasuk, the Erva Saviyam, Loi Rahu, they didn't see the Erva of their father. After the Mabel, Noach planted a vineyard, harvested the grapes, made wine, got drunk, fell asleep unclothed, and his son Cham saw him unclothed, went to tell Shaman Yafes, who covered him with a blanket, and says in the Pasuk, the Erva Saviyam, Loi Rahu, they didn't see the Erva of their father. And even though Noach wasn't Jewish, we're still referring to him as having Erva. Therefore, we see that even non Jews are called Erva. Therefore, we're not allowed to say Kriyashma in front of them unclothed. But now the Gemara continues asking, me Aser? Is speech really Aser? If we want to make calculations pertaining to a mitzvah, we're allowed to do that on Shabbos. And from Rav Lezer, we're allowed to stipulate certain amounts of tzedakah for poor people on Shabbos. We're allowed to tend to affairs of pikuach nefesh and things that are necessary for the general populace on Shabbos. And we're even allowed to go to different shoals in order to tend to the different needs of the masses on Shabbos. We're allowed to go to theaters and circuses and basilicas in order to deal with the things that are necessary for the general populace on Shabbos. This means holding many different meetings with government officials and whatnot. We're allowed to deal with shidduchim for the girls in order to help them get engaged. We're allowed to do this on Shabbos. We're allowed to teach a child text on Shabbos. Or to teach him a trade. So we see that even something pertaining to Dibor is mutter. The Gemara says, Amakra, we have a Pasik, your affairs are Asr, but if you're involved in the affairs of Hashem, you're involved in mitzvahs, you're involved in taking care of Klal Yisrael, then that's permitted to do on Shabbos. It's just that your Chafetzim that have to do the Dibor are Asr. And more about Cheshbainis on Shabbos, Amrab Yehudam or Shmuel. Cheshbainis shall ma lach, vishal ma bekach, mutter lachashbin b'shabbos. Cheshbainis, calculations that have to do with ma lach. What is this to you? Or mabakach, meaning cheshbanis that have to do with nothing that are relevant to you, such as advice, or such as some sort of calculations that have to do with how much it costs to build a house, Rashi said. Stuff that's completely not relevant to you, that's permitted to do on Shabbos. Tainami Yachi, we have a brass like this. Cheshbanis should have to do with things in the past, or expenditures that will be in the future, Asr l'chashbain, that you are not allowed to calculate on Shabbos, but shall malach, on the top, vishal mabakach, these types of irrelevant cheshbanis, motor l'chashban, you're allowed to make this calculation. The Says Ramin will have a stira. We're allowed to make chashbainis that are not necessary. We're not allowed to calculate calculations that are necessary. This is on Shabbos. Ketzad, what's this talking about? A person's allowed to tell his friend, I hired this number of workers for this field. I spent this amount of money on this apartment. But he's not allowed to tell him, This is how much money I spent. And this is the amount of money that I need to spend. And this seems like a contradiction. 
question, because we just said that I'm allowed to say how much money I spent on a dira, that's a previous expenditure, but the previous Bryce said in the ratio that I'm not allowed to tell a person how much money I spent. That's previous expenditures. So it seems like a stira. The Gemara says, According to this way of thinking, The first price itself seems to be sized itself from the ratio between the Seifa. Because the ratio said that I'm not allowed to make and the Seifa said that I am allowed to make of Mabakach. And we're understanding right now that Mabakach means things that I've already spent in the past, I'm allowed to talk about that on Shabbos. So the ratio is sized to the Seifa of the first price. The Gemara explains, This is talking about where he has wages still by him. Cheshbani Sha'avru means is that the work was done for him, but he still owes the workers money, and that's not what to be spoken about. But ha, the Cheshbani of Mabakach, or Cheshbani of Adira that you already spent money on, is talking about the Leka Agra da Agira Gabe, is that you don't have that money by you anymore, meaning you already spent it, you don't owe any money, and that's permitted to speak about on Shabbos. The Mishnah told us in Machshichin, and the Gemara says, Tan Rabbanan. There's a story with a pious individual. He had a break in the fence of his field, and he made up his mind that he needs to fix it. And then he remembered that it's Shabbos. And this pious individual held back, and he didn't fix it. Because he had thought about doing this on Shabbos, he told himself, I'm not going to fix it after Shabbos. And a miracle happened, but also by Tzlaf, and a caper bush grew in that hole, and he sustained himself and all the people of his household from that caper bush. Rashi tells us that there's three different things that you could benefit from a caper bush. The fruit, the berries, and the shoots. And this chassid was rewarded for his exceptional piety. And the Gemara continues, I'm Rabbi Huda, I'm A person is allowed to tell his friend, I'm going to go to that village tomorrow. Why is he allowed to say that even though this village is outside the Tchum Shabbos? Because if there's huts, he would be allowed to go on Shabbos. The halach is that you're not allowed to go past the Tchum Shabbos, which is 2,000 Amas. Now, however, if we could extend the city, which means that we're extending this 2,000 amma limit, then you'd be allowed to go past the city. If there's a hut within 70 and two-third amas outside the city, that's considered like extending the city. So therefore, technically, if we had huts situated every 70 amas, that means the city could be extended even for great distances. So therefore, a person is allowed to tell his friend, I'm going to go to that city, even if it's very far away, past the Tchum Shabbos, because technically there could be huts situated all along the way, and then he'd be allowed to go there. But now the Gemara asks, Tanan, our to hire workers to bring fruits. So you say, I understand you're not machshech in order to go hire workers because there's no scenario that you'd be able to hire workers on Shabbos. However, but in order to bring fruit, why don't we just say if there were partitions, maybe then he technically would be allowed to bring the fruit from outside the Tchum, inside the Tchum, even on Shabbos. So why would he not be allowed to be machshech for these fruits? So the Gemara answers, so we can find the case, is that this fruit was connected to the ground and therefore there would be no way of bringing them into the Tchum permissibly on Shabbos because you can't cut them off from the ground on Shabbos. The Gemara says, We have a recipe from Rabbi Yishayah, You're not allowed to be in order to bring Tevin or Kash, which is two different types of straw. So the Gemara says, I can understand that there's a scenario where I would not be allowed to bring Kash, that could be where it's connected because Kash many times refers to unprocessed straw which is still connected to the ground. But the Gemara says, what about processed straw? How can we have a case that you would not be allowed to bring it from outside the Tchum? If it's processed, that means it's not connected to the ground, so you should be allowed to bring it if there's an Eruv or if there's Mechitzes. So the Gemara says, it's talking about foul-smelling straw, therefore, even though it's disconnected from the ground, it's Muktza because it smells terrible, and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to bring it on Shabbos. Now the Gemara says, Tashma, We're allowed to be machshech by the Tchum in order to deal with the affairs of a Kala 
or of a deceased person immediately after Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Alis ke kala umes in, you're only allowed to be by the Tchum if you want to deal with the affairs of a kala or a mace, Alis ke acher loy, but you're not allowed to be there if you want to deal with the affairs of someone else. So the Gemara says, Bishlema acher dumi the kala, I can find a scenario where I would want to do something for a person and that's similar to the thing that I would want to do for the kala. Mishkachas I could find that case, Lumizgela asa, if I want to cut a hadas down for a person. So I'm allowed to stay by the Tchum if I want to cut it down for a kala after Shabbos, but I'm not allowed to do that if I want to cut a hadas for a person. Ela mace, my nihu, what exactly would be the case that I'm allowed to do something for a mace, but I'm not allowed to do that same thing for a person? Is that a case where I would like to bring an arain, a coffin frame, or tachrichen, the burial shrouds, the katani mace in? I'm only allowed to do that for a mace, aval acher loy, but I'm not allowed to do that for someone else. Va'amai, why would I not be allowed to do that for another person? Lema, why don't I say, she'im yesha mechitzes, if there were mechitzes, maybe then I would be allowed to bring the arain v'tachrichen even for a person who's alive. So the Gemara says, mace na'ar mishkachas I can even have a case that I could do something for a mace but not for a live person, if I need to cut a coat for him, which means if I need to cut the tachrichen out of a larger garment, so I'm allowed to wait by the tchum to do that for a mace, not allowed to wait by the tchum to do that for a live person, and there would be no way that I'd be able to do that on Shabbos, because that's talking about doing the malacha of mechatech, and I definitely wouldn't be allowed to do that on Shabbos. And the Mishnah said of al-machshichin, I am allowed to wait by the tchum in order to do something permissible that I technically would be able to do on Shabbos, should it be within the tchum. The Gemara says, does that mean even if you didn't do havdalah yet, you'd be allowed to immediately Get involved in your malacha. Vam Reb Lazar ben Antignois, Mishum Reb Lazar ben Yekev. Asr Leila Adam Shiyasa Chafatz of Kadim Shiyavdal. A person is not allowed to deal with his own affairs before he makes Havdala. And Mechitim, if you're going to suggest the Avdal Batfila, it's talking about he davened Mayav already, so he said Havdala in Atachainain. Vam Reb Yehuda Mershmul Hamavdal Tfila Tzarch Shiyavdal Al Kais. Even though you made Havdala during davening, you still have to make Havdala on a cup of wine. And Mechitim with the Avdal Al Kais. If you're going to say that you made Havdala on a cup, Kais Besadim Ika, where are you going to find a cup of wine in the middle of a field? The end of the Tchum Shabbos is usually in the middle of the field, so where are you going to find the cup there? So the Gemara says, Tergmar of Nasan Barami, Kameh Rava, he explained this case, We're talking about that it was the time of wine pressing, and therefore wine was in abundance everywhere, even in the field, so he was able to make Havdal on a cup in the field. In we would say the following, and then we would do our needs. Meaning, even though we didn't have a cup of wine, we were able to say, we know that we say this, and then we do when I was Barav Kahano, Hava Amar, we would say, and then we would chop wood. So even though we didn't have a cup of wine, we had this way of getting around it by saying, and then we would do Malacha. Everyone should have a wonderful day.